Rebellions are built on hope. And welcome to a special episode of Radio Rebellion Star Wars Podcast. It's Halloween, so we're here. I'm your host, Amito Calderon, and with us on the other side, psycho host, Oti. Oti, how are you today? Doing <laughs> <Going> good. <laughs> All right, that's enough. That's enough of that. All right, there we go. Oh, Brennan's here. How are you doing, Brennan? Hey, Brennan. <laughs> ah, All right. It's our Halloween episode, Oti. Are you are you a Halloween person? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a Halloween person. <laughs> All right. Not for any particular reason. We can talk about it, you know, as we go along. But no, not a Halloween person. Right. It's something I always liked it. Um, I decorate the house. I get dressed up if I can. But here in the states, I don't know. It takes. It took another level. Like in general, people are really into it. It's like since mid September, people are already decorating their houses. My kids are going to a Halloween anyway, party today. It's, it's, everyone's crazy already. It's a capitalism thing. Like yeah, well, I already saw Christmas things in Walgreens. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Christmas. If you go to the stores, then it's all it's all Christmas. I am, however, well, a Christmas person. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I love we're, Christmas. We're and thank you. <laughs> I love the food. It's I try to lose a few pounds before the Christmas, the holiday season, because I know I'm going oh, to gain again. Yeah, uh, and not during. It's impossible, especially in Puerto Rico. So much good food. Yep. All right, everyone that's out there, thanks for joining us today. Thanks, Brennan, for being here as always. So anyone that might join us later today or when you watch this later on during your free time, thanks for being here. Make sure you subscribe to our show if it's your first time joining us. Or if for some reason you haven't subscribed, just go ahead and hit that subscribe button. It's pretty quick. Uh, like, comment down below, thumbs up, all that fun stuff. And later, if you're listening to this on the other podcast, thanks for taking a couple of minutes to listen to us and give us a rate and review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Ah, Oti, we're talk we tried to talk a little bit before, but we didn't have a lot of time. Things over there is a lot of rain in Puerto Rico, people are going nuts. You are a I, few no, I don't want to say late because we're still early, but I mean I, I got here, I usually get like five to ten minutes before we start. Um thing is uh, as we were talking, it's been raining here since Wednesday today. It really <laughs> hasn't rained that much. As I was walking here, I saw it was getting cloudy. Um, but last night, it, all hell broke loose. Yeah. Like, it, it, it rained for the entire day, like the whole, wow. whole day. And last night, like everything flooded, like <laughs> everything. And you, you, I think you saw pictures. Yeah. Like, I, I saw pictures from my, thank God I didn't go to the office because I was going to go. And then I was mm -hmm. like, ah, I don't want to drive there. Um, <laughs> and the people at my office couldn't leave because the wow. first floor of the parking was flooded and they couldn't get out. So, um, yeah, that was crazy. And there a lot of like the main streets were people like you saw people had to turn around because mm -hmm. they were going to, you know, um, yeah. around the car. And so, you know, whenever it rains, whenever we have things like this, like power outages and um, communications get all crazy mm -hmm. and I, i'm staying at my parents house because i'm taking care of their dog and they 
like don't have great Wi-Fi, I was gonna do the show there, mm. but like they didn't have Wi-Fi throughout the entire day. So, uh, like I was gonna use a hotspot, but I was like, you know what? Whatever. I'll just drive to my apartment and mm. do it there. And I got here, and as I set it everything up, like it took me a little while. So that's why I was late. <laughs> it's fine. It's oh, and also, Albert, that what I should say. I changed up some Wi-Fi things. It's, this is why there's like a cable mess. So when I mm -hmm. got here, I had to finish setting everything up because <laughs> I had started, but then I had to leave to my parents' yeah. house. So I didn't. And I don't know how the show's gonna go on right <laughs> though, but it, I'm seeing it. I have like very steady Wi-Fi. I've been doing my podcast on StreamYard, so I have not had no issues. So no issues between you and me and Radio Rebellion. That just it's, it's something. It's Already Rebellion Connector is not working. Danile has taken over and set up the storm. Danile and the Empire disrupting our communication. Yeah, they, I, our I, communication movies have been knocked down, but hopefully we'll be fine. Um, so I've been reading. I finally started reading Eye of Darkness. Uh, it's still under embargo till Wednesday, I think. And then it comes out at 14th, so it's still time. So I really can't say anything. I'm, it's so good. I'm like a little bit old. I'm like 40% into it it's oh. so good it's, it's what i kind of wanted being back come on phase one characters it's just the prologue i'm just gonna say it's a it's a marky on row pr prologue there's some new oh. characters but it's marky on row doing his stuff <sighs> he's a bad man dude we no, love don't him don't talk but... about it too much don't talk about it too much no i'll leave it there when you get it start reading i'm, I'm um, dying to read it it says it's getting here like on the 14th i think so. Cool. Yeah. All right. So let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and talk some Star Wars. So if you guys are ready, I'm not ready. Let's talk Star Wars and Star Wars news. Star Wars news. Right. With I was gonna say our friend. We don't know him. Sean Levi has been doing some interviews for his upcoming Netflix series. Let me hear miniseries. All. All the light we cannot see. And he was asked by Variety about working on, the, on on his Star Wars. And I'm reading this from, or I took this from Star Wars News Net. And he mentioned a conversation he had with Kathleen Kennedy. And quote, he says, when Kathy Kennedy brought me on board to make a Star Wars movie, her central mandate to me was, I want a Sean Levi movie. I want a story and a tone that reflects you and your taste and what you bring to your movies with a Star Wars story. So I have felt very, extremely empowered. He added in a separate quote, so I'm going to I'm going into the development of my Star Wars movie with a similar optimism and faith that my instincts will be allowed to lead the way. Now, uh, there's another quote I'm going to get there in a minute, and it's kind of what's scrolling down there right now. But this movie hasn't been announced, right? This is for some it's reason. Sean Levi said he's working on a Star Wars movie, and I don't know anything right now. So I want to know what's how does Lucasfilm work, like? <laughs> don't say I, I anything just, we don't announce but yeah it goes go on yeah because he's saying else. i talked with kathleen kennedy so he's either a liar or like <laughs> he's like my star wars because he was asked about uh freedom of doing marvel movies because his work he's doing deadpool 3 he's worked with ryan reynolds before mark ruffalo and he said yeah so i'm gonna bring that it's been great i'm gonna bring all that to my star wars movie and it's like dude it hasn't been announced what are you doing i'm scared um, but that's separate. I'm not gonna say that he's a liar, 
I don't why think are you scared? Like... Best case scenario, we get a Star Wars movie that wasn't announced. Worst case scenario, we don't get a Star Wars movie that wasn't announced. So that's... Uh, <laughs> scary is probably not the right word, but that's something that worries me in this fandom that every time something happens, let's blame, let's blame Star Lucasfilm for another failed movie. This hasn't been officially announced. So if for some reason this doesn't happen or it's 10 years in the future, I know that Sean Levi is talking, but Lucasfilm hasn't announced this. So chill a little bit. But my question to you for these quotes, um, do you think directors, creators, and we talked a little bit about this last week in a different sense, when you hear him say, oh, I'm going to do a Sean Levi movie, or Kathy Kennedy said, do a Sean Levi movie, should it be a Sean Levi movie or should it be a Star Wars movie? Does it matter? Because there's a fine balance to make something feel like it's Star Wars and it's just, not just sci-fi. But they need that creativity because we went through this with Solo, right? They hired, uh, I just forgot the name from Spider-Verse. Lord and Miller. Yeah, Laura Miller, they're going to do Solo. When they saw the Daily, supposedly was all over the place. Okay, now we got to ring, ring it back. But now it's, yeah, Sean Levi, go do your stuff. Where's the balance? Um, I, think, I think the balance is as long as your style don't, doesn't um, go over what Star Wars is supposed to be. And mm -hmm. for example, I don't think a Zack Snyder vision would work with um, sure. Star Wars. Mm -hmm. I don't think a David Fincher vision would work with Star Wars. Nothing against those directors. I mm -hmm. love David Fincher. I hate that he's a nihilist and Star Wars <laughs> can't be a nihilist story. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that's where the balance is. Um, Sean Leo, I'll be super honest. I have not seen Free Guy. I have not seen um, the other, the Adam Project. Adam Project. Adam Project, I have not seen yeah. any of those movies. I did see his Stranger Things episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I don't really know what what his sensibilities to action fit action mm -hmm. movies is. So yeah. Really I saw sure I've seen both of them. Okay. Um I really enjoy Free Guy. I seen it a couple of times. Uh there's a scene with a lightsaber that Ryan Reynolds gets to use. It's oh, yeah, very funny. I mean, you got Taika Watiri in it as a over the top video game creator, which is fits in perfectly. So I do think that works if you want to go a more comedic route, action comedy for Star Wars. I wasn't the biggest fan of Adam Project. Um, <laughs> didn't work for me a lot, for a lot of people it did. I didn't feel the connection they wanted. This this time travel kind of, he goes back and meets his younger self. And they, there's this issue between him and his, and his dad that I didn't feel the, I didn't feel connection. that the relationship, the tension between the relationship didn't work for me. Just kind of, yeah, this happened. Me and my dad don't talk. So when the whole movie goes by, I didn't feel that, that they needed to reconnect. Okay. So I, I'm like, eh, whatever, we'll see. So it's, we'll see with Deadpool, it's very different. It's more control, of course, with MCU compared at the same time with Lucasfilm. So I don't know. It's Because then you go to something like Andor, right? You can say that Andor is more of a... Tony Gilroy thing that a Star Wars would it work? It felt like Star it's Wars, still, but it's, it still feels like Star Wars. Yeah. That's that's what I mean. The balance is still there. Like, it's it's a more gritty and darker story than you used to, but mm -hmm. the Star Wars themes are still there. We, you know, we went through this entire Tower season, and the end is like, no, hope is alive. Yeah. Good will always triumph. Yeah. <laughs> um, so so yeah. Um, you know what I'm not looking forward to. <laughs> 
when he releases Deadpool 3 and everyone starts going, this is the moment. Now we yeah. need to have an R-rated Star Wars. Movie. Oh, this no. is it. Now, this is the guy who's going to do it. He can work that yeah. balance in. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need R-rating in Star Wars, but F you. Um, you know what? If, it's for, if it were up to me, every Star Wars movie would be rated G. Yeah, I mean, they were, for the most part, till um, Reve uh, Revenge of the Sith was the, was the, the first, first PG-13. So it's... Uh, and I know 70s and 80s, like, PG was all over the place. It was difficult. PG-13 did not exist. Until yeah, it didn't. So. But there you go, Lucasfilm, again. Yeah, I don't want our rating in Star Wars. It takes away. Even the, fuck the Empire that they wanted Marda to say... Marda and perfectly to say. fine with the, yeah. the alternate line. Fight the Empire, it's what she was pushing. We gotta fight them. Um, so we'll Not see. No R. Brandon has spoken. No R rating. We agree with you. Uh, so let's go to his third quote in this interview. He's friends with Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo talked a little bit about Marvel and how Marvel is different in Star Wars. But he's also friends with Adam Driver that all Star Wars fans know, know mm. him as Kylo Ren slash Ben Solo. He, and he did... Uh, um, uh, what was that movie? I don't know. I read it. I didn't write it down. I know they did a movie together or something. Oh, I, I, but I saw it. It's pretty... This is where I leave you. I love that movie. Okay. That movie was kind of funny. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I don't right, know so, was hilarious in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's great in everything he does. That, uh, that, so that movie... Sorry. I, that movie yeah. came out, I think, a couple of weeks after... Awakens. So. <laughs> it was like right, right when there. I was getting obsessed with Adam Driver. <laughs> All right. I saw oh, no, what it, it is was a year 65. Before, I saw 65 a couple of weeks ago. That oh, I saw it on thing. a plane the other day. I didn't like it it's, that much. It's okay. It it's fine. Eh, a weird dinosaurs that I, I don't I, think I told me it was a real old movie. I don't think it was a real old movie. <laughs> <laughs> no. It, Come on. Anyway, so he was his friends with Adam Driver. He was as uh, I looked. Okay, who was then asking his friend with Adam Driver? Was he planning a prequel to the Force Awakens following Kylo Ren? And Sean Levi said, "Your words, not mine." As you know, Adam is a body, and I've always been a huge fan of Kylo Ren, but no comment. It was kind of tongue-in-cheek question. I don't think there's any rumors about this. But how do you feel about a prequel Kylo Ren movie? We, we've got the comics. With there's still some wiggle room, I guess. Let's say five years before The Force Awakens. Are you up to a Kylo Ren prequel? Or you're like, yeah, we're kind of done with this character. I know you don't believe in Ben Solo coming back as a full-on character, but I don't. I wouldn't mind a Kylo Ren prequel. I mean, I wouldn't mind it. I don't think like. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Would I be upset about it? No, I, I love the character. Mm -hmm. Um, I just don't know what the story is. Like, if I had any, it's it's the same thing. Like, like when we were getting a Boba Fett movie, like, oh, we're gonna get okay. What the movie? What, what's mm -hmm. the movie about? It's not about just Boba Fett sitting down and being like, hey, I'm Boba Fett. Like, <laughs> no. So just tell me what the story is, and then I'll make up my mind. <laughs> It'll be cool and just sitting on Java's throne. I'm Boba Fett speaking my stuff. I'm, I'm Boba, Boba Fett. Fett. Yeah, yeah. I do, Boba Give me Fett. <laughs> I do Boba Fett things. But some people say that's what the TV show was, but 
Um, there's a, there was a rumor. I don't that some people are saying that they already cracked the name of that Ray movie. Have you heard that one? I saw it yesterday, actually. Yeah. Starcross Lovers. That'll be better. It's very basic, very easy to say. Oh, Star Wars, A New Beginnings. Yeah, maybe, okay. but whatever, okay. if you say so. I mean, if it's the, if that's the name, like, okay. <laughs> we'll do another episode like, of, of Star Of all the Wars names, title. that's the one you picked? Yeah, <laughs> New Beginnings, because we couldn't I, think of anything new for I'll a new honest. movie. I don't like most of the Star Wars titles, so that's just another thing that I yeah. I, I hate this title. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rise of Skywalker. We had all our theories. I was sure. Was Rise, of new... Rise of the Resistance. <sighs> Do not defeats. All right, so let's oh, go boy. to our main topic, which I don't... we'll see how this goes. And it's, like I said, it's our Halloween special. So let's go, let's, let's go Halloween specials. Wait, what did it? Oh, there you go. There it changed. Halloween special. <laughs> so scary. Because we had different music at the beginning. Now this. Yeah. It's, we got to keep it fresh. I don't know. All right. So this is, I don't even know why I'm doing this episode because these are one of the type of shows I say I hate it because I'm sure I'm going to forget everything that happens in the comics in the TV shows, in the 800 Clone Wars episodes, I'm gonna leave something, but we'll try. We'll talk about some scary scenes in Star Wars, scary location, characters, whatever. So I kind of tweeted out the other day that I haven't done a lot of planning for today. I got a, a little bit of notes, but we'll see how it goes. Uh, so Star Wars is, it has its, I don't wanna say jump scares, but it has its, Several scenes that can be a little bit scary. I know you're you're a big horror fan out there, right? Don't think you're doing on your own podcast. Yeah, uh, I can't wait to end the podcast and go watch horror movies. <laughs> All right, we'll be quick because my kids are going to a Halloween party at seven, so I gotta finish up early, anyways. <laughs> All right, but you know we don't think about Star Wars, right? When we think about scary stuff, Star Wars is not what jumps to mind. But when you think about mm -hmm. it, there's a few things out there. Yeah, there so are what, elements for sure. Mm -hmm. like, yeah, and I think in recent years, there's been some stories that can be a little bit scary. We even Lego. We got that Lego terrifying tales. That was pretty cool. I mean, every year they're doing like this Halloween comic, like Tales from Vader's Castle, Tales yeah. from Jawa's Palace, Tales from the Death Star. like mm. Which I haven't read, so I'm probably going to, people are going to be oh, pissed I that I didn't. <laughs> So let's start with scary scenes, sorry, scary places or scary locations. I'm gonna start with Exegol. I think Exegol mm -hmm. is a very scary, spooky place in Star Wars. It just got introduced a few years ago. We got different a different view of it, I guess, in Shadows of the Sith when they were trying to find their way to it. I just love the music that we get in Rise of Skywalker. It works that you have that shirt today. Of course, all the, all the thunder and lightning that we associate with the dark side. Are the secret planet of the Sith? Darth Sidious is there with just hanging from this machine. We're getting pumped with DNA juices or whatever, and then we have all the failed clones, I guess. Of I mean, that's like when you know we have these Nazi horror movies and they find mm. the secret lab where they're <laughs> working on. That's basically the equivalent. Yeah. There's this movie from a couple of years ago called Overlord. I just oh, that movie. that's that movie the German one. So cool. Uh, yeah. It has uh, they, uh, 
I forget his name. Uh, Kurt Russell's son. Um, mm. Wyatt. Um, well, Wyatt Russell. Yeah, that movie's so awesome. I yeah. just remembered it. Yes, I think I'm pretty sure I saw that one. But Exegol, I wish we get we get more stories. You think there is? I mean, it got pretty much destroyed last time, but I don't know. If, hopefully, we I can get it's more. Destroyed. It's a whole it's planet. Destroyed. Like they destroyed the temple. <laughs> um, um, I just had this mental image of aliens watching um, Notre Dame burn down. They're like, oh, Earth got destroyed. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. um, I, I hope we get more stories here. I think they don't quite know what to do with it um, mm -hmm. because it, it could open like this can of worms, like, oh, the Sith planet. Um, mm -hmm. But I, I really hope they use it. It's a fun place. It's interesting. It's creepy. It's different. Um, mm -hmm. So I really hope we see it like come back. And again, like, they destroyed a temple. It's a whole planet. It had a whole civilization that praised mm -hmm. Sith. What happened with them? Like, I mean, a lot of them died, but like, <laughs> not all of them. So yeah, all those Sith Eternals. They were just also were those their... houses. Like, it didn't look that it had anything close by that they like transport them there. Yeah, it's a commute. Once you're there, it's a commune. You work. You live there. There's no like Costco nearby. Subway, like, takes you there, like... I guess it's like the like the aliens in World of the Worlds. They come down in their lightning. So every oh. time you see lightning, they're just coming to work. <laughs> they get, and then they, they live in like, the oh. sky. <laughs> yeah. Well, the oh, I'm late. I'm late. I gotta get on the next lightning. Uh, but I love that planet. I love the way it worked in Rise of Skywalker. I love Kylo Ren just taking that weird elevator down with those sea statues oh, next and, to it. So, and how is? Palpatine speaking to him. Is there like a PA system? He's like, bring me my mic. <laughs> well, there's a lot of echo. <laughs> um, the one voice you've oh, ever heard. <laughs> and then he gets stuck. <laughs> Just get me down. <sighs> so we freaking weird Palpatine. Talking about not scary, but kind of, it was kind of nasty to look out. No fingernails. Just, eh, I'm all the safe. All right. He's anyway, so Exegol. I, I'll, I'll I'll never get over him getting like unlimited power and using it to make some new robes. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid, but He's whatever, so it works. He's so it's dramatic, a, dude. Over the top. It's of all the things I could said. Finally, I got all. I'm all the Sith. Oh wait, I gotta put my red new robes. robes. Um, <laughs> the other ones were fine. I know a lot of people like use that to criticize. I think that's like like a super Palpatine thing to do. Oh like, yeah, just uh, I'm putting on new robes. <laughs> just one of those six Eternals working behind the column with a with a robe. Now, whoa, you don't see me. <laughs> oh god, I love it. All right, another place, and this been in Star Wars forever. But I do remember being scared of it when I was a little kid. This is Sarlacc Pit. That's a scary location, especially really? if. It, dude, you're gonna be digested for a thousand years or for eternity, and you're just falling down. That's scary. No, Java's got you. You know what? We're taking you to a pit of cocoon. I mean, I, I, for me, that was like the place where the bad guy dies. <laughs> bad guys die, so I yeah. didn't really think about it like that much. Also, like the, I, I, I need to mention this. Like the first time I saw Re uh, Return of the Jedi, I didn't speak English, so I didn't get mm. any of the you'll be digested for. Yeah, and even if I did speak English, I didn't know what digested me. I didn't know like 
So I didn't really think about it. That yeah, much. <laughs> it's just a hole, a hole in the sand, and people are just falling down. Yeah, I don't know. It was kind of scary. I I don't like the beak. The beak is kind of weird. I'll take the tentacles, or I I could have done without the beak. I never. I've, I don't remember ever seeing it without... Like, I, I have the despecialized edition yeah. that I've watched, but, like, like I don't remember... I, the, the first time I saw Star Wars, it was a VHS, so I didn't mm. see it with the beak. But for me, it always had the beak. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I love it. Um, it's not so scary now after reading from a certain point of view. There's a story with the Sarlacc that, for me, didn't need to be there. It kind of changes what the Sarlacc is. It's, I mean, it's a weird... Forget about it. Like, you've thought about that for 40 years, and now you read a story. 40 years. You want me to tell you what this story is? I know you, you I haven't mean, you read can, it. You can tell it's not going to change my mind on anything. Like, it's just. He's a vegetarian. <laughs> the Sarlacc is a vegetarian. And he oh, gets yeah. indigestion when all these metal pieces are falling in and all this plastic from the armor. He's like, oh, it's giving me indigestion. Why are you doing this? I'm just trying to eat my plants that you destroy because this part of Tatooine used to be a lush forest, and now it's just sand. So okay. he's a vegetarian. <laughs> That's kind of weird. Okay. I did like how he got there. There is this, I don't want to say pergos, but they're just flying in space. He's part of this pod, and I guess they all kind of went go separate ways, so he got separated. And he falls in this planet, used to be a lush rainforest, and he's just eating all these plants, as all these animals walking by. But then through thousands of years, it becomes what it is now, and he doesn't like getting all that weird food. I'm not gonna get very butt actually with this, but I'm pretty sure Tatooine was an ocean planet. <laughs> oh, maybe ocean, lush forest. Maybe I forgot. Anyway, the point is, it wasn't sand, and uh, he didn't like eating people. All right, dark side caves and dark side visions. Ooh. There we yes, go I now. Know. All right, so let's Ooh. start. <laughs> so the, let's start with the first one: Empire Strikes Back. That's still not just visually, but what it means, what it represents for the characters. You know, your not your worst nightmare, but this is only what you take with you. Your choice. This is gonna be your choice for the future. So that's a very interesting kind of concept, and the way it's mm -hmm. it's presented is very let's call it scary or spooky. And talking about not understanding what's going on, the first time I saw that scene, it's just Darth Vader helmet with. Luke's face. I didn't know what that meant for probably 20 years since when I watched it the first time, but very scary scene. And then it goes to just jumping off to the sequel trilogy and The Last Jedi, the dark side cave or the mirror cave that then Ray goes through this again, also showing her the choices he needs to make. And to a lesser extent, even in Ahsoka, that vision, force ghost, whatever that was in episode five, it's what it represents for the characters and that choice that they're going to have to make. And then even if we want to talk about evil or dark Ray in Rise of Skywalker, those are scenes. Okay, here we go. This is scary, but it, it pushes the story forward. I kind of wish like the whole visiting the, the star ruins would have mm -hmm. been a little bit more fleshed out. Like again, it's sure. none of these moments are fleshed out that much. They're just things that happen. But like I think that that was like the perfect set for having a couple of jump scares in there. <laughs> oh yeah, it would have been. I know I've seen from the art of art of book that they had all this concept of the stormtroopers and seeing the, even if it's just the car, the the armor there 
and you know that there's a body or used to be a body there. We did got a little, little bit in when they're in Pasana, right? There's Ochi, Ochi skeleton mm -hmm. just there, but not really a jump scare, but those like caves. Uh, let's start that first one with in Empire. I kind of remember watching that kind of the first couple of times I've been kind of spooked out about it. I mean, I, I always found it creepy. Like, and <laughs> it's still always, I always found, I still to this day find it unsettling that it has like earth animals there. <laughs> um, yeah, that's snake and the other one. <laughs> Um, so it's like, oh, that's in my backyard. Interesting. <laughs> um, but it, it has like this, I think like more than any other dark side place in Star Wars, it, it has like these, this very eerie feeling to it. Mm -hmm. Like, um, like you're not supposed to be there. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I do like that one a lot. I think that's the one I like the most. Yeah. I mean, Dagoba in itself is... So it's a planet you shouldn't spend too much it's time. It's a swamp. Like, it's a freaking swamp. It, it probably smells horrible. <laughs> it's all muggy and sticky. The humidity has to be off the charts. Like, why it's... did Yoda go there? Like, of all the planets, like, all the planets. Really? He has a little ship that can take him wherever he wants. Oh, I must go into into hiding. I must go. Beep boop. Take so me to the murkiest planet ever. Going to a dark side planet. Really, you go really go to Naboo. Naboo's fine. Just go She's to the lake. He's <laughs> not gonna go to Naboo. We find freaking Vader in Naboo. Um. Anyway, so let's go to another one that just made its return in the ending of Ahsoka. It's Dathomir. Which planet? The Sabrak are there. The Night Sisters has made it their home. Rancors are from over there. It's all red. It's like a witches. planet of witches, zombies, yeah. and monsters. And I remember, like, in Fallen Order, when the world first opens up to you, you, you get to mm -hmm. choose where you want to go. And Dathomir is a planet that you have to be, like, a couple levels. Um, mm -hmm. You have to be, like, in the higher levels because the creatures there will, will kill you. <laughs> and I decided to go to Dathomir first, and I just walked out of my ship, looked around, and I was like, nope. Let's <laughs> <laughs> get out of here. Yeah. Oh man, this is one I, I wish I watched. I remember the Clone Wars to talk a little bit more about this, but a lot of bad things happened on Dathomir. That's where um, Mother Talsin got killed, it got destroyed like three times. Uh, um, a lot of things, a lot of bad things happened. The entire planet annihilated. <laughs> <laughs> See, that one, the whole planet it got messed up. Yeah, that, that time it did. <laughs> <laughs> you can find it again. Um, so another planet that People kind of, if you go in there, you're screwed. It's Mustafar, which we don't know too much about. It's gotten a little bit more again with Rise of Skywalker, that intro with Vader Kylo Ren. Immortal? Vader Immortal, of course. But I everyone literally knows bought an Oculus just to play that game. <laughs> just for one. Yeah. Yep. I, I haven't play. played it since. <laughs> there was a place, I forgot the name of those places. Sometimes they had them in. Disney Springs, uh, downtown Disney's, this room kind of, this VR room that you go and you can play it. And they could, you just get the headset and you can walk around Star the whole thing. Yeah, it's a Star Wars thing they did. So I don't remember the name, but I went to one in a movie theater in Texas. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you played as a stormtrooper in Mustafa. It was yeah. awesome. <laughs> like I went with my fiance and, and her brother and we had a, ton of fun like it's this big room they give you mm -hmm. the blaster it's yeah. pretty awesome 
I couldn't go. A friend of mine told me he was going or he had gone already or something. You got to go check it out. And I, I think I went like a week before or a week after they kind of removed this. So I couldn't play. It's one of those things. Oh, man, I wish I could have gone and done that. But most of this volcano planet, Darth Vader being talking about dramatic people, the place where one of his greatest defeats, or at least one of his first one, and he just makes it his home because he wants to suffer and just remind Secrets himself of the of, Empire. Secrets of the Empire. Okay. So Mustafar, there's little termite people that live there. You gotta harvest the the, the lava. Talking about a bad commute in Exegol. This is not. <laughs> This is pretty bad, also. Yeah. Um, Most of all, that's Skywalkers one. Skywalkers who go there and kill everyone. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those places. Every time it shows up on screen, we all lose our mind. It's like it's Mustafar, and I, I think I've seen Vader's castle down there. So a little spire. It's like we haven't got I, a lot of stuff in Vader's, but it's. I it's think like Exegol. I mean, I don't know, but I think Exegol could have a similar effect because it's. Oh yeah. Mustafar was this thing that was so cool in in the movie it was used mm -hmm. that every time we get to see it it's like oh we get to be here again <laughs> um yeah. so and then you know like the whole mythology of it like oh and then vader built his castle mm -hmm. there yeah. like when i first heard that i was like oh that's cool <laughs> even seeing the castle at the end of can always like oh where most of i didn't rogue one when freaking... I, I hated that in Rogue One, they were like undisclosed location or something like that. It's most so far. It's first lava. It's, we know. We know what it is. And he's just freaking floating there. He's on this. Ah, any other <laughs> place or location that you might think of before we jump to another? To scary creatures. I'm sure there's more, um, right? So I, I want to mention the the Amaxin space station in mm, okay. Into the Dark. That's I think right. like the first time I was reading that book, like especially like those first pages when they're there and they're exploring and death mm -hmm. disappears, it gave me such like an alien feeling to it, like them getting out of the ship and exploring like the xenomorph yeah. planet and see finding the eggs. Like it <laughs> it had that feeling and I freaking loved it like while I was reading it. Speaking um, of no, no. Keep it going with the Amax Amaxin station. Is we <laughs> made fun of me last week when I asked if uh, Peridia was gonna show up in the High Republic and like Filoni oh, doesn't read the High Republic. I know I'm, I'm winning, but when you see how the High Republic authors connect everything in that Kylo Ren comic book, the Amaxin station is there. We have no idea what it is. It's broken down space station with. Weird yeah. glass panels, and there, yeah, this, there's a story that something happened here. And three years later, it's one of the creepiest places ever with that ring. The these uh totems or whatever they put all the totems. dark side into it's oh, that's so creepy. I mean, Alberto, like, even going further in Bloodline, Claudia talks about the uh, the Amaxine station. Oh, the wow. Amaxines. not the station, the Amaxines mm -hmm. specifically, yeah, which so, are the, which is weird. interesting because Snoke used that as a guise to invade mm -hmm. and there he was hanging out at the station <laughs> yeah i get bloodline is one of those books similar to rise in store and i gotta go back because when mm -hmm. it came out it was one of the i think it was the first canon book that i read and people were all over the moon of this book is so great sets everything up for the force awakens so i was expecting something different i really enjoyed it 
where I kind of was missing something. I think I gotta go back and then start getting oh, all those little if, clues. If you think it was missing something, yes, go over back and read it. Yeah, I gotta go. <laughs> but yeah, the Amaxing station, especially <laughs> uh, Snoke was there with his little cap, with his cap? Morning, a little cap and the little over oh, the slippers. Hey, Kylo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I gotta go play a round of golf. He, he, he kind of looks like a stoner, like sitting there, like, oh, I want to watch some TV, some football. Yeah, he's like, yeah, just the first one's free. Don't worry about it. <laughs> All right, so that's a good one. I forgot about the, about the Maxine station. So let's talk about sc scariest creature. And I'm not gonna forget about this. I'm going straight to the High Republic. It's the scariest being out there right now. It's the, the nameless or the leveler. Yep. So there's nothing worse at this nope. moment. Ah, uh, it's, it's just a way. A creature, like no. I remember when they said, "Oh, the Harry Potter, what the Jedi are afraid of," and then we got the Nile, and ah, oh, pirates. The Jedi not gonna be afraid. No, yeah, that and, oh, it's all about the the, the, the Drangir was like, "Oh, is, is this it?" And yeah, they they talked about the hyperspace that they used it in a dangerous way, and we were like, "How are these people gonna be so yeah. scared?" Oh, 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 that's oh, why. Oh, okay. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so the nameless and I get uh, eye of darkness. Um, so the nameless are this creature for people out there that I mean, if you listen to us, you you know what the High Republic is, but it's these weird creatures I can't even describe Lion them. With tentacles, yeah, mouth. it's even I want to in this last book it kind of said the skin is too tight but at the same time too big you got these <laughs> tendrils coming out this weird tail the jedi don't know because they can't see them because they kind of affects the connection to the force so they don't know what they're fighting all their fears come out i um I, I, it's there's nothing like it in terms of no we've never seen anything like this yeah. definitely and um, it's, it's gonna be difficult to surpass in terms of scary creatures in the universe, yeah, you can draw something that looks worse, but the effect it has on the characters, it's going to be very difficult to top the, the nameless. Yeah, no, and I think uh, talking about scary mo scary places, like those scenes in Fallen Star when they're walking through starlight as yeah. it's beginning to fall and there's no power and they feel something, but they can't see anything. I love that St Stellan Geo's encounter when he's saved oh, by the glass door down. that yeah. suddenly falls. Um, yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, Keep <laughs> that thought, because we're going to talk about spookiest moments later, oh. and I kind of had something very similar to that. So keeping with the High Republic, we kind of mentioned it's the Drengear, which at the same time, these carnivorous plants that feed on the dark side um, I remember reading into the dark that the Sith were even so scared that they had to put them, put all their energy into these statues just to hold them. I'm like, what can be so consuming the dark side that the Sith are afraid of? And they just want the meat. A meat. And I'll, it's... I, I'll say this. For me, the drink beer for more, for fall more on the silly category. Okay. <laughs> scary because meat, oh, meat. it's funny it's very funny it's so weird and then you use the force with them and the leaves fall out like <laughs> it, it's one i think when it was introduced they were so new to what their effect was because at the same time what happened to death right he, his connection to the force was severed that he had to go do a barrage to try and find it but i think as the comics went on yeah there were uh 
a menace out there. But yeah, yeah just, they got, they got a little bit silly. They, yeah. they got a little bit silly for sure. And then uh, race to Crash Point Tower again. They're like, me, me. yeah, uh, yeah. Right. I, I, I'll say this: I, I'm kind of disappointed on the use of the drink gear. I, I thought they were going to be more prominent after they were introducing yeah, into the dark. kind of like the the leveler, like oh, it's this thing that the Jedi yeah. really don't know how to fight at. Oh, okay, it's done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it. I think they dropped the ball, but it, it was going to be difficult to manage the Nile marking road, the leveler plus the drain gear. But yeah, they took a big chunk of the comics at the start. So yeah, yeah, no, no, the, the, they have a, a a big arc, but again, it's. It's it's like if they introduce the leveler and rising storm, and then it, it gets resolved on the um, Star Wars Adventure comics. Like <laughs> I thought it was going to be bigger than it was. Yeah. All right, but the introduction was pretty cool and yeah. scary. Um, it's not a creature. We're gonna say seeing Darth Maul the first time. It's something we don't expect to see in Star Wars. It's black it's and red cool. with horns all over. Supposedly this kind of devil image, of course, and then Qui-Gon is Jesus Christ. But the first time you see Darth Maul, especially if you're a kid in 1999, yeah, let's go see Star Wars because this is for eight years old. Oh, what the hell is this? I was was six when I saw this movie. I was not afraid of Darth Maul. Well, sorry. I thought he was cool. All right, he's I cool... he wasn't scary. He was just a cool guy with a lightsaber. Okay, here we go. I'm going to erase my little... I, I mean, you're Maul. trying to... How old were you when for so when Phantom? It's nineteen. Oh, 18. 18 going on nineteen. I was six, and you're trying to tell me what I was supposed to be scared, afraid of. Yes. No. <laughs> Don't make me feel old. Freaking nine. I mean, stop. <laughs> Can you hear that? I just heard what you yelling. It's stuck, but I didn't know what. Okay, so no, I, I have like this um, shredder here, and it's. Randomly oh. turning on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got my trash bin be, uh, like two inches from my face, so I keep kicking it. All right, something, and this is this one is not scary for me, but people that are arachnophobic might be. So those ice spiders in Mandalorian season two. If you're afraid of my brother, because he's the old one here pushing fifty. Um, he, he's not he's the not no, he's not here. <laughs> he's freezing his ass off in Boston. Um, he doesn't like spiders. So every time mm-hmm. I say spider, I gotta let him know. So I spiders, I understand why people might not like them too much. That's what I got. I don't got any more scary creature. I know there's more. We got, I don't know. That's enough for me. I mean, the Dianoga in... in so Dianoga is scarier than the Sarlacc the, pit? I was scared of it. <laughs> <laughs> How old were you when you saw it? Two... Probably, <laughs> um, yeah. Like I, I just love that scene so much. Like the whole trash compactor scene. I'll give um, you. It's just we can do it in spookiest moment because that scene. We'll leave it. We'll leave it for spookiest moment in a minute. But talking about watching things when you're younger, I mentioned before when I watched um, Return of the Jedi, I was three and I was afraid of Jabba the Hutt when he came out. This weird slug. So I, I don't mean, see. I don't know, it's Another scary thing. I, I wasn't afraid of it, but it's a scary thing. Um, the the death the death troopers like. Okay, let's jump to on that. Let's jump. Let's jump because you're do you're doing all my stuff. Spookiest moment. I, I, just 
So said that I'm gonna say I have no access to this. I have no notes. <laughs> There's nothing. If for people that love having a full schedule, what's going on? This is the spookiest episode for them because there's have been zero planning. I just told you we're doing Halloween Halloween episode and that's it. Yep. So we're just <laughs> winging it. Uh, so spookiest moment. The first one I had because it just happens. The undead night troopers. So okay, go ahead. Spookiest moment. The night troopers waking up. No, and I was talking specifically <laughs> of Death Troopers that we finally oh, learned that they are zombies. Um, yeah. So because th there was this rumor that, oh, mm -hmm. they, you know, in Galaxy rumors that people were like, oh, mm -hmm. are they even alive or what are they? And no, they're freaking zombies. <laughs> um, and cutting off the helmet and seeing. Like, <laughs> and how do you control whole, them? If they're zombies, how, how, I guess they're intelligent they zombies. Alberto, the way the galaxy was <laughs> space wizards and clones, like stop. <laughs> um, I'm not complaining about it. I just trying to find an in-universe explanation. Maybe they have, like, a brain thing or something. I don't know. I thought zombies um, didn't have brain, and that's why they want brains. Who said they don't have brains? <laughs> I don't know. They're... They eat brains. Um, they... <laughs> it, it maybe doesn't work, but it scared. <laughs> um but I did love the whole night troopers and them being like, yeah, <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> yeah, watching the night troopers wake up, even though it's something that we kind of been expecting in that second episode or not sec scenes thrown up here. Okay, there's mm -hmm. there's dead zombies in there. It's a cool scene. You can say it's spooky. And yeah, the night troopers, because night troopers in general, I mean, death troopers in general, are pretty pretty tough. And then you mm -hmm. turn them into these more undead zombies anyway. It's difficult for Sabine and Ezra to get through. So that was a pretty yeah. a pretty cool scene. Um, so we kind of mentioned this already. Talking about way, the I name. I wanted to quickly mention that because you were complaining about this. We're getting an Me Enoch complain. action figure. I know we're getting an Enoch action figure. Oh, no. I was complaining that the Funko Enoch was just an Entertainment Earth um I exclusive mean, you, can order, you can order it online I um I, think. I just wish i didn't uh, have to go there's through. a there's an enoch action figure coming it's vintage collection which i don't love oh, but i'm getting gosh. it 100 <laughs> and we're getting vintage collection night troopers which i'm also getting because even though i have paid fiction vintage collections i love those designs uh i'll i'll see what they look like i i'm not a fan of the vintage collection i've stopped collecting for the most part just a couple of funko pops here and there um, I will get the hopefully get the the Thrawn Funko Pop for Ahsoka. I didn't get the here he goes. What does he have? I, I got a batch of um black series. I'm not gonna show oh. all of them, but I did get this one. Oh this Sabine. Does it look cool? Is it looks really cool from here? Yeah, she, Sabine. Yeah, what else? Are you gonna you leave them inside the box? You're a box guy. Um, it, it, they got here and I left for my parents' house, so I right. haven't been here. So my talk, question: you know, Talk about creepy people, Darth Malgus from Legends. Yeah. If you take Sabine out of the box, are you gonna display her with the helmet or without the helmet? The um, question. hmm, that's a great question. I actually have a Rebel Sabine. Mm-hmm. I think with, I think with. Yeah, you gotta gotta go with. I'll take uh, her out of the box. But... <laughs> yeah. um, so I'll get I'll get the throne one because my neighbor has the throne 
from Rebels or whatever. And that's, you go online, that's like a thousand bucks right now if you want trying to get one. So I'll probably get that one and something else. I don't know. I'll get one more. Hey, Buck <laughs> is will, here. I'll I will want to, yes, I do want to see her face. <laughs> There's, uh, it's too early to make these kind of comments. But yeah. I, I, I'll, <laughs> let's just say I respectfully look at Sabine. All right. I have, I, when you can't say I have the Sabine Funko Pop without the helmet. So, okay. Yes, you, cool. you, so you said you were getting the. I'll get the throne one. I'll, I'll get the Balon. Yeah. I'll get the Balon one because I love the little beard on him. Looks great. Uh, the Night Troopers look pretty awesome. There's two of them for some reason. I'll, I'll maybe get one. So Christmas is coming soon. So I'll probably put that on my list. I, I'm done with Funkos, but I'm still getting. Um the the black series and i need to stop but they, they still keep making good ones <laughs> yeah it's just uh that those vintage collection i know people go crazy for the vintage collection but i, I haven't I, seen one I, I don't like i don't like vintage collections yeah I, I like the six inch figures mm-hmm. black series but yeah. all right so let's get back to our show so you were talking earlier about wait Steph- fuck behave <sighs> and he's even for it's like three o'clock or two o'clock for him so Oh yeah, right. So we talked about the leveler. We were talking. You were mentioning how Stellan was feeling the effects of the leveler when the doors were closing. So that's a spooky moment. It's reading how the leveler affects the Jedi, and every time we read it, it gets worse and worse because we get more into it. With um, Loden Greystorm, it's just something happens. A creature jumped over him, and he turned to stone. And then the more we get into it, and the leveler is more prominent. All these explanations are getting extended and extended, especially in the Fallen Star. Like, first you start getting this hunger, or you start getting scared and afraid for something, and you get cold. And when every time it's more, and when all that your enemy feels it's so heavy, and then when Elsar Man is going down the elevator, he just goes through it. And he's like, ah, what the hell was that? Yeah. Um, I, for me, like, the worst one was like, the first time with Stellan Geos, uh, mm-hmm. with Loading Great Storm. And I do this thing, I do this with every single book I read, every <laughs> single one. I always read the last sentence of the book first. Oh, wow. For some, I don't know why. I've always done this since high school. And when I got Rising Storm, I read the last sentence and it, it was like, oh, and Stellan Geos felt fear or something like mm-hmm. that. And throughout the entire book, I was like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? Yeah. And when it happened, I was shocked, even though I knew that was the yeah. last sentence. I was like, oh, is wow. this it? <laughs> I sometimes do that, but if I'm on the last page, I get, oh, what the hell? Happened? Okay, I got to finish. Well, I don't do it at the beginning. I'll be no, no, I, I, literally, I have that discipline. I just read the last sentence of the book. I, I don't know. I have no idea why I do that. Why I do that. I just do it. <laughs> Me neither. I might try it one day. Not right now, but I'll try it someday. Dark side possessions. I'm talking mainly about masks. Uh, we mentioned a little bit uh, Secrets of the Sith. So we have Viceroy, X and Punchard, and his mask. Um, that was creepy. <laughs> that's, that whole book is pretty and creepy. The whole kinds of. I love that that place where she and yeah. Luke fight. It's very creepy. That scene, that book, man, that's what I love. I said that High Republic kind of shows you that how the Jedi are different, how they see the Force different. 
and then just how this is is just all full on dark side, all this weird stuff, same as Darth Plagueis. That's kind of a, lot, a bunch of creepy stuff, but that, those mm. those flashbacks of seeing X and Pint was it him oh, killing everyone? Yeah, mm -hmm. with that weird sword. The whole book and the whole scene every time she gets possessed by the mass even by the end where he basically takes over and just fighting with her dead bodies oh that's so freaking creepy and i guess yeah. mass just to keep with the theme it's moment with vader when trying to get his castle built he just keeps killing and using the mass to just stormtrooper you're next now you're now you're uh moment again and then moment kind of learning all the all those dark side possessions, those are scary moments. And we, you, yeah. I don't want R, I don't need a horror Star Wars, but those moments, they hit different. And I do love I them. mean, you, you can do PG 13 horror. Yeah. All right. And this is it's not a spooky moment in terms like those ones that we mentioned, but what it means for the saga going forward. I think the opera scene in, Rise, in Revenge of the Sith. Kind of ominous. turning, yeah, it's pretty ominous. You can say it's a little bit spooky seeing how Anakin said, well, 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 What are you talking about? You say that we can help people from dying or stop people from dying. I think you can put that over there. Yeah, sure. All right, so that's what I got. I got nothing else. I'm not really afraid of many things, so mm -hmm. especially in a made up galaxy, <laughs> um, <laughs> but. I mean, I, I think the that beginning of um, episode six in Ahsoka, like mm -hmm. getting to Peridia, going through the through the, the graveyard yeah. of, mm -hmm. of the of the Purgles, then going to the castle, and it's you know it's dark. You have the the witches standing yeah. there. That, that that was pretty creepy. It was, it was, I'll give you that one. Um, even to a lesser extent in Kenobi when they're in uh, whatever the place is called, with the Inquisitorious Temple, whatever that place, and they have all the, the dead the, Jedi. Fortress yeah. Inquisitorious. Fortress Inquisitorious, oh! yeah, all the dead Jedi. That, yeah, that, that was pretty cool. Yeah. So there are, there's a few, if we start thinking about it, there's a few little things. I still love that episode. I don't know why people were so upset about it. <laughs> I love that it goes from that to then just the, the trench coat see, scene of her just hiding. We see that Terracino Bay. Um, yeah. Oh, and we also get that scene with the dark room and can we just like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh God, I love it. I gotta yeah. go back and watch Kenobi. It wasn't perfect. It's my I, favorite I series. Way, I, I watched it way too many times when it yeah. came out. So the I'm whole thing? The whole series? <laughs> Alberto, I freaking adore the show. Like yeah. it, it, it was like my Star Wars wet dream, basically. Mm -hmm. um, I guess it's not early already. I, I think I, I'm behaving. Stop. Yeah. Okay. Oh, but right. I have to mention something. Remind me after we 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 stop recording. I have to mention something <laughs> after <you>. we stop <laughs> recording. Okay, off air. All right, so that kind of does it for in-universe Star Wars terrorist thing. But we talked a little bit before. Uh, I guess I kind of reached out to, hey, this Halloween, have you ever dressed up as a Star Wars character? You said just once in 1999. You didn't have a picture, but what was it? And then I'll, I'm going to show some of mine. I, I just want to quickly say, like, I'm not against Halloween in any way. Like, mm -hmm. it's just something that I've never really been. I don't like dressing up. Like... <laughs> I'm just like a t-shirt guy or polo, like. <laughs> yeah. um, so it's it's like 
the kind of thing that for me like it comes and goes i usually like like remember it's halloween like two days before and i'm like <laughs> oh i'm gonna watch halloween that day and yeah. that's it <laughs> um and turn off the lights so the kids won't come trick-or-treating um so yeah i've never been big into it i in high school when i would go to parties or something i would just like figure it out that same day mm-hmm. um so yeah i was never big into dressing up or anything so going back to that like the only time i remember dressing up for halloween was in 1999 dressed up as uh obi-wan kenobi because <laughs> phantom menace yeah. had just come out <laughs> um and i did have that costume like lying around my my room for a while um but yeah, I have no. I maybe have pictures of it, but my parents aren't here, so yeah. I wasn't gonna call them in Las Vegas, being like, "Hey, where are the old <laughs> yeah, pictures?" Yeah, yeah. No, no, that would be too too weird. Yeah. Um, so just random Halloween question, because I don't remember from Puerto Rico. When does it start, and by what time do you expect kids to be done? There's a, up down here. It's very strict. It's like from six in the afternoon till eight. At eight, I mean, we sh- everything's shut off. Get the hell out of my neighborhood. It's usually like that okay. over here. Um, it's usually like every neighborhood has their Halloween party, and after mm-hmm. that, kids start going trick or treating. After usually eight, eight thirty, like what's left on the streets mm-hmm. are teenagers doing teenager yeah. things. <laughs> teenagers. So, yeah. Yeah. All right, so you mentioned Kenobi, and I, I've dressed up as a Star Wars character, I think, three times. And everyone knows I have my helmets. I see my four helmets. I just put them almost on a daily basis. Can I do so something quickly? Just do something. You, you showed it, but yeah. I was talking, so. Is it, Buck? Is it? <laughs> is it really? Buck's, it's been very contrarian, right? Recent. He, we love he likes Buck. to rile us up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're talking Loki, by the way, because I saw the third, the fourth episode. Oh, okay. Let's hurry this up then. We gotta get to Loki. So I've dressed up, I think, three times as a Star Wars character. Not talking, not counting all the times I put my helmet on just to walk around. So the first one was the second year I was here in the states with my wife. We went to a house party. One of from our friends from work uh, did a Halloween party. So I went, and I'm gonna show the picture in a moment. Just painting the picture. I went as Return of the Jedi, Darth Vader, talking about things that we figure out that day. I had the costume, but we went out that afternoon, bought a bald cap, my wife did the makeup. And this is a very I think grainy it. picture. But my wife also went as a Star Wars character. And she went as Obi-Wan Kenobi from Attack of the Clones. And she's better than me. And she just looks great. Let me see if we can see that. Um, there we go. <laughs> so she did the beer. She had, I don't know if you can see, she has the little Padawan braid also right there. Uh, so <laughs> she was great. She did better than me. <laughs> How did people take you seriously? Up there? <laughs> you, I, like, you're posing there, but I'm pretty sure you talk to people. Like. <laughs> Dude, and I don't have it here. I had the mask. I had a crappy Darth Vader mask also. And Oh, you had, the, you had the mask also? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Dude, uh, they didn't take me serious, but people were just dressed up as whatever. And I'll say there's another, I forgot. I also went to Darth Maul, like in 2000, a party that I threw, uh, I did. I went as Darth Maul. That one wasn't as good. All right. I think uh, you I showed can... me that picture also. I did? Maybe. All right, let me. No, I see the Joker one, the Joker one. Yeah, and that's, yeah, that wasn't the best either. 
All right, so this was a couple of years ago, actually 2018 when the movie came out, doing my best hand solo and talk about people making fun of me. This was at a work conference, a yearly work conference, like a big one, like everyone comes to this conference, not just from work, the whole, whole US goes to this conference. It was in Baltimore. So I did my best hand solo stuff. And of course, people were asking, and someone asked a friend of mine, "Oh, who's he supposed to be?" And he just said, uh, "He's a space cowboy." And I do this and so it's like, "They're not gonna know." I just mentioned space cowboy, and uh, I guess it works. So we're just gonna leave it. Like I that. mean, that—that's what you are. <laughs> yeah, that is. Uh, but I was walking there in the middle of Baltimore. That I'd never been, just dressed like this. But it was Halloween, so who cares? And so then he didn't get jumped. <laughs> Yeah, probably they just saw the holster and thought I had a blaster there, which I didn't. Stop but losing. it was kind of yeah. When the worst thing was, I bought this the the belt and um, the belt buckle with the holster and all that. I bought it from Amazon for about fifteen bucks. It didn't work. I tried to oh. return it because it the you know it's a weird shape, but the clips on the back were facing the wrong way. So if I the belt buckle was always kind of sideways. So I tried to return it and they were like, eh, no, you bought it, that's <laughs> yours. The, not joking, at the end of the night, as we're walking out our la the last place we were in, it just broke apart and it just oh, hanging there. So, and then last I year, I just put on my uh, Captain Cardinal uh, helmet and actually that's a Darth Vader blazer. I don't know if you can tell, it has the little Vader yeah, lights on the side. That's sides. the one you wore for one of the trios. Yeah, exactly. And then I just went like that. I might do something similar for this one. I'll probably just use my new helmet this time around. All right, so that's it. Yeah. Ah, all right, Otis. So, all right, we mentioned, let's go. Let's talk world between fandoms. Let me see if I can find that real quick. Just what are the comments? I see there's two comments. There. All right, world between fandoms. So, he remembers that pick. All right. So the war between fandoms. Uh, let's talk about Loki real quick. Um, let's just jump to this last episode. Um, I just loved it. So just yeah. tell me, tell me your your thoughts on I it. I mean, before. we're talking spoilers, right? Yeah, it's spoilers. Yeah, it people was, know. I was shocked. <laughs> like, <laughs> what an end way to end the, an episode. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Coming from episode three, that wasn't my favorite. It was good, but I think they I, were I liked kind it of... a lot. Okay, I, I really liked it a lot. I think it just dragged on a little bit in the beginning and middle part, and then the last 15 20 minutes were fine. But this episode this week was just full on. Talk about great writing. Um, I'm still poor, um, Mobius. We know he's gonna find out. <laughs> this book, <That's... laughs> see you, Buck. <laughs> gotta love him um so we talked a little bit before about mobius and loki pressing him a little bit about not trying to figure out what he was in the actual world and now we we get sylvie kind of pressing him also it's like oh, when we find out it's gonna be so heartbreaking i think that that was very interesting because i totally bought his argument on not wanting to find out yeah. being this very personal thing Mm. And I was like, okay, good. And then we get Sylvie um, challenging yeah. on that idea. And it flips it 
you know, on its head, mm-hmm. and it doesn't feel that noble anymore because no. he's basically saying you have no stakes in this because you don't want to have any stakes yeah. in this. So how can you say that you care and that you want to help everyone when you have no idea what you're fighting yeah. for? Like, yeah, just another day in the office. Those are just yeah, lines just, on the screen. There's there's no stakes in it for you, and yeah. for you it's just like lines disappearing in a computer. Yeah. Like that that was actually pretty smart because again yeah. he he makes this very compelling argument on to why he doesn't want to know mm-hmm. and then sylvie like nah nah you're just yeah. a coward that's the easy way but i also love how they got to that point because two episodes before it's when he gets kind of flustered talking to brad and loki's like let's go get some pie let's calm you down and then we have that conversation they say oh let's go get some pie she's like what the hell no the world is ending you're trusting these three guys and you want to have pie you haven't even gone out there to figure out what your life was after you you knew we were all a variant and then we get that great conversation and of course Sylvie ends up in Thailand anyway and, and another great conversation about yeah killing is easy destroying is easy hope is hard and I freaking love okay, it you got me I and, they again the writing is great on this show like mm-hmm. and how I think it's very smart of them to basically because this is not our Loki. This is not mm-hmm. the Loki we've yeah. been seeing since 2008, I think. No, 2010. Um, yet they've done a great job catching him up to that arc and mm-hmm. forcing him to have that arc. And I'm just always like in awe of what they're doing with him. And again, yeah. him, Loki of all people, being like, there to hope <laughs> yeah i love the whole again the way we got there is oh yeah years ago my brother thor was banished to earth and i thought he was soft i was making fun of him and it's not living with humans and you get you understand why they need to do this silver has been living with the humans and now getting all those feelings like by the way easy. just a quick mention from a couple episodes ago, mm-hmm. I love how they framed the Battle of New York as a temper tantrum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. So, yeah, yeah. I, I was just, just to have the city. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you? I love when, and it might be a little bit on the nose, where I just love the uh, the deliveries when, they, of course, it's free will. What's free will, right? And it's, uh, I understand still be saying, we got to give people free will and stand back. That's free will. And Loki's like, eh, we can't because we can't just give people free will and walk away. See what, look what happened. I will do a better job than he who remains. And oh, that's. You're playing God. Yeah, we are God. We are God. <laughs> and like, oh, you got to say, he has to say, but the way he delivers, we are God. And like, oh man, it's. But I see both sides. It's hard to pick who's right. It's like, ah, it's so great. Again, I. I, I do love again how they flip things on their head because I think mm-hmm. Sylvie has always made a very compelling argument on her what her plan is. But on the mm-hmm. pre- previous episode, Loki's basically telling her, You're doing the same thing yeah. Kang is doing. This guy, Victor Timely, has mm-hmm. no plan to do what you think he's gonna do, yet you want to take that choice away from him. Yeah. So again, again, it's been great. <laughs> it's been great. And even her saying, Oh, oh, you couldn't kill him. Ah, he just looked so afraid. I couldn't do it. He remains wasn't, or maybe he was. I was just too crazy to even figure it out. Mm-hmm. And then that ending. I'm surprised that he just got dissolved into spaghetti. But then everything blows up. It's the end. We're done. MCU is over. It's like, I, I think that's kind of what happens. 
This is going to be very maybe, interesting. Maybe, last they have, maybe Kevin Feige was like, implode it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with this. Oh, We're so starting over. I, I love everything so far. One of those series, it's only six episodes, but uh, I can't wait for this next two. Secret Invasion left such a bad taste in my mouth. Oh, yeah. It, it's the closest I've ever been to like being like, I'm done with this. Um, <laughs> but this show has done a pretty good job bringing yeah. me back in. Um, I don't know what's in store for us in in Captain Marvel. Um, I love the first movie. I mm -hmm. loved Miss Marvel. So yeah, I'm hoping it's, it's good. Uh, the trailers haven't really blown me away, so we'll see. Um, but I, I do wish the MCU starts rolling again because it's it's been pretty disappointing. It's... Even even a movie like Ant Man, I, I don't think that movie was bad, but it was just so meh. Like, yeah, there was nothing it's... special about it. I cannot mention. I think I mentioned last week that we before it. I don't. If let's say everything gets refreshed now with Loki, Loki to me it's what the future should be in terms of. These all these uh multiverse or whatever, I think Loki's doing it great. I mean, but they've had the chance to lean into that, and every single time they've it's like yeah. gone back and been like, No, no, we're, we're, it's kind of like if they're afraid to because mm -hmm. we, we got a movie like um Multiverse of Madness, we barely saw the multiverse, yeah. like, and again, oh, this could have had huge stakes. Now it doesn't, yeah, and it's. Even a show like WandaVision, which I loved, it's based on a House of M, which was this massive reset, not a reset button, but mm. kind of for the X-Men. Yeah. Um, and they had the chance to do it, and eh, no, we're not doing it. So yeah, for the multiverse saga, they haven't done much multiverse. <laughs> I think they made a huge mistake in announcing all this. Even though I've in the past I've been in favor of this late in and oh this is Secret Wars and this Kang invasion. It's like this two different thing. I, it's too much convoluted. Are we doing the Kree stuff and the scrolls or is it multiverse? It's pick one and go forward. And then all these and, shows, which I enjoyed a lot of them, and I I understand what they say. Let's not everything has to connect at the moment. It's been like four years, and we don't know where this is going. It, it, it's weird because I, I think the issue wasn't this late. I think the issue was announcing what this phase is yeah. and and um, announcing Avengers because like that doesn't set up expectations like we're still waiting how is this connecting how are yeah. we getting to kang dynasty like yeah, because it I, we like thought it. It, it ant man was going to be the catalyst yeah. for it uh, it really was really so i could have done with without ant man right now after watching what they're doing with loki ant man 3 should be something different i don't know it's, like you say it doesn't are we going that way or yeah no we're just yeah, it, I'm going around. It I mean, if it. it if it had get, taken that leap and pushed the universe mm -hmm. forward, then fine. But it didn't it? Really didn't. Yeah. Um, so I I don't know what they're doing really. <laughs> like yeah, it's. I, 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 hey, I've been here before. Like I hated Age of Ultron, and I was <laughs> like, I don't know where the MCU is going. I don't know what this is. And you know, a couple of years later, they proved me wrong. So it yeah. could happen again. But they're really in a rough moment yeah like, i don't know so if it's their worst moment but it's rough yeah it's, i don't know it's there's so much stuff out there that it's difficult sometimes when you have one or two kind of stumbles so they get back on get people back on it 
Uh, but hopefully... They, they, they need another Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone loved that one. Till after two months afterward, then people hate it. As I, always. I, I, I was watching it last night. I cried and everything. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, I'm sure. I Every time I watch that, I gotta watch it again. But writer Strike, fortunately, that got resolved. Actor Strike seems to be getting Don't say it. Don't it. say it. Fingers crossed. Fingers uh, crossed. Keep it's fighting cool. for it. And hopefully it's soon we'll see. get some good good movies and good stories now that they're fighting for those uh, writing rooms and all that stuff. Uh, before we end, again, Loki's been great. I started watching um, Fall of the House of Usher on Ooh, Netflix. I, I want to see it this night. It's... All right. Eh. No, I'm... Oh, no, no. I, I'm a huge Flanagan fan, and every uh, Flanagan fan I, I know has told me it's amazing. Okay, so maybe I love um hunting on hill house freaking loved it uh blind manor was good didn't match up and then midnight mass was pretty good that episode was I weird but i really yeah. enjoyed i didn't watch I what is a hellfire club or whatever i haven't watched that one and i, I haven't I, seen midnight mass by the way midnight mass is pretty it's I've heard it's pretty it's good um and i i watched part of that movie hush that he also did and oh, was like three quarters. Cool. <laughs> I didn't finish it for some reason. I gotta go back and finish again. Same actors. This one, I, I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not getting into it. It's and I'll really? tell you why. It's because uh, Succession has spoiled me. Because it's about a. I've heard. I've heard. It's a family it's a dysfunctional. They have all this money. People hate them. But in Succession, you root for those characters you know they're bad people but they're still fun and engaging i don't care about any of these characters i don't i'm like four episodes in i'll finish it okay for me so far it's kind of on the bottom part with all oh. the other flanagan thing no i i've heard people say like it's the best flanagan show right. all right maybe um again just my opinion and then hopefully I'll, when you I'll watch, watch it, it and tell you if you're just being a grump <laughs> the, uh, I don't. Okay, we'll we'll talk. I'm I'm not enjoying it as much as I hope because I love all the other three shows that I've okay. seen from him. I've loved them so much. This or I really enjoyed most of them. This one, it's not hitting that bar, and maybe okay. that's on me. Okay. All right, Ati. I have a quick mention that you're gonna like. There we go. I have an announcement to make. November twenty fifth, I will be watching the Doctor Who special. <laughs> because I promised Tony. <laughs> oh my goodness, we gotta make a special show here. Forget about That's Star the day Wars. That's my birthday, by the way, November twenty fifth. So oh, so I happy birthday in one month. Oh man, it's I'm so let's psyched. see, let's see if this is the time. But I, I told Tony I'll watch all three specials. But I don't think all three are dropping on the twenty fifth. No, it's one per he week. told me it's in November twenty fifth. December second. No. I don't okay, okay. When you was. okay, when you say you'll be watching all three, I thought you you meant watching all three on the twenty fifth. But no, one, no, one, no. One. yeah. No, so but we'll I, talk I about that. I'll give, him, I'll, I'll give it the chance. I'll watch the three specials and then make my definitive mind if, if it's not for me and yeah, or if I'm willing to give it another chance. <laughs> the trailer. Talk about trailers. I mean, it looked good. I, I watched the trailer. It looked solid. You gotta go. Uh, I know. I know. Anyway, you should try to watch some of the David Tennant I, I, and I Catherine know, I, have. I, I, I don't know why you've made it up in your mind that I <laughs> haven't. I've tried. I've tried different on jumping on points. It's just so weird. <laughs> but have you watched this pairing, like this doctor with this companion? Have you watched? Yeah, those? No, no, no. Yeah. I, I, okay. So I, when I tried the Eccleston, Eccleston, I don't know. Yeah. 
I, I told a friend of mine, I'm not liking it. She told me, jump to David Tennant and watch yeah. him with, um, I don't know what or her name is. Um, Catherine Tate. She, she's from The Office. Um, yeah. And I, I just don't like it. Okay. All right. <laughs> Hopefully the third time is the charm for you. I, I, this will be like the fifth time <laughs> because I also try jumping on with Matt Smith. <laughs> Dude, I know I give you flag for it, but if you tried five times, I commend you. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, the thing is, it's something that's straight up my alley. So I just yeah. don't understand why I don't like it. <laughs> All right, we'll leave it there because I got to take my case to a Halloween party and we go back to the creepy music. Oti, thanks for being here. Thanks to Brennan and for Buck and everyone else watching later or listening to this. Thanks for being here. We'll see you guys next week as we talk more Star Wars. Stay safe. Be safe in Halloween. Don't take candy from strangers. See you next week. May the force be with, with the you. Racers. You. <laughs> it's a lot of drugs and candy. <laughs> 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 <laughs>